0: This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Friday, May 22nd. Early close, long weekend. Thanks, IFMA. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights.
1: The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries.
0: It's the final trading day of the week, and with a recommended early close and absolutely no economic data on the horizon, our expectations are for a relatively quiet session. Memorial Day weekend is ahead. And while that has historically marked the beginning of summer with plenty of travel options, the pandemic has definitely changed that landscape. We will be watching the sentiment in risk assets as we contemplate the final trading week of May. Now, we've been on about how the first part of this quarter has been about defining the lows of the recession, while the latter part of the quarter will be useful in judging how quickly the recovery can come. The overnight bid for treasuries was aided by China's efforts to impose greater control on Hong Kong, a move which not only has implications for the financial hub, but also points towards the re-escalation of tensions between Trump and Xi. The saber-rattling has also weighed on risk assets and taken back some of the recent equity gains. It's tempting to assume that the truncated trading day will prove to be nothing more than a placeholder ahead of the holiday weekend. And while we're on board with this interpretation, the weekly close warrants attention, particularly as the end of May swiftly approaches. The second quarter will be pivotal, not only in assessing the severity of the damage done to the real economy and the labor market, but also insofar as the evidence of the pace of the recovery once the reopenings start to expand. To be fair, it will be several quarters before a clear picture of the lingering dislocations is ultimately revealed. But for the time being, investors will be eager for any insight in estimating how quickly production will come back online. The deceleration of initial jobless claims, while still at elevated levels, suggests that the first wave of lockdown layoffs is nearing completion. And while the consensus is that it will take nearly a year for those losses to be regained, stabilization and job shedding is a constructive first step. There's also the real possibility that the initial hit to the employment landscape snowballs further and a second wave picks up quickly as declining revenues and a reconfiguration of domestic consumption forces firms to take a much harder look at the ranks. It's difficult to imagine that some material degree of additional downsizing isn't already priced into the market, similar to the way in which another spike in COVID-19 cases is also assumed. For this reason, we'll be focused on how much claims slow, as it will provide an important level-setting measure. Said differently, the market will react more forcefully to a 2 million print in claims during July if the weekly rate drops below 500,000 first. In light of the limits of data collection, timing, and information quality, anticipating a degree of noise as the situation stabilizes is especially prudent at this juncture. Headline risk associated with the pandemic will certainly be elevated during the Memorial Day weekend holiday. The present unknown is whether investors in risk assets are more willing to skew toward the positive or cautionary side. All else being equal, we'd assume that the easing of the lockdown restrictions will allow quality beach time and a reminder of the flexibility of consumers and workers alike, and should be a net positive. The flip side is the looming question of compliance and enforceability. Suffice it to say, perfect adherence to facial covering and social distancing requirements on the part of the population just isn't happening. The degree of divergence will be essential in gauging the overall success of the initial transition to the new normal. There are no well-established data sets to judge compliance, leaving the ultimate onus on the COVID-19 stats that will eventually follow. This does little to inform the very near-term direction on risk assets, and for this, the tension between the reopening optimists and the lockdown apologists will provide the most actionable indicator of sentiment. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macro horizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingan at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bemocmcom slash COVID-19.
1: This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO.